Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning into The Scoop. I'm your host, Frank Chaparro, editor-at-large at The Block, and we have a very exciting episode of the show for you today, long-awaited. On the other side of the mic, we have Justin Sun, founder of Tron, the Tron Network, as well as the sort of brains behind what is Wobi and Poloniex. But before we dive into that and more, I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors. This show is sponsored in part by CleanSpark, America's Bitcoin miner. With CleanSpark, you can feel good about investing in the Bitcoin ecosystem because CleanSpark uses low-carbon energy for their Bitcoin mining data centers and is always optimizing their operations to increase energy efficiency and reduce e-waste, all while partnering with the communities they operate in. If you want to support the future of Bitcoin while also supporting the environment, visit www.cleanspark.com to learn more about the CleanSpark way. Sir, thanks so much for joining me today. Maybe we can start with just the state of the market as you see it. Obviously, there's been a bit of a liquidity pullback. I wrote this morning about declining volumes across the market, somewhat tied maybe to a pullback from a number of blue chip trading firms. Things are a bit quiet, it seems. What's your impression of the general market right now in crypto? Yes. First of all, I think the market has recovered a lot since six months ago, right? So remember six months ago, we have FTX, you know, Celsius, Genesis, DCG, like all the company went to bankruptcy or has this kind of the debt crisis. But after six months, I think we have recovered from the bottom. Right now, I think we are still suffering from some of the impact six months ago, right? For example, we see recently Celsius withdraw a very large amount of ETH from the markets, right? And also we see jump trading has been invested by regulators because they're trading with Luna. So that's why I think we probably need another six months to swallow and digest basically what happened six months ago. So that's basically my general view about the market. How do you think exchanges can convince either existing market participants or new market participants that this is a robust enough market structure for them to engage in, to trade in? What are some of maybe the efforts that are underway at a Hobi or Poloniex? So first of all, I believe we have several aspects to get the confidence from the market again. So first of all, I think, of course, it's valuation, right? So after this kind of bearish market, the valuation, I think, is tempting. So most of the, I think, blue chip tokens, coins, or business has a very good valuation. So I think that's the first thing. So right now, if you buying crypto for, I think, three years, five-year term, the possibility you will have profit is much better than 2021, right? So I think that's the first thing. We have a good valuation. And also, second, I think it's a good story. So even we are in a bearish market, but for example, stablecoin is still grow in the markets, right? So Tron, right now, we have almost $50 billion worth of stablecoin and handling, I think, triple our volume compared to last year. And with a very good revenue, I think total revenue today is around like $500 million per year for the protocol revenue. And also we have a big room to grow. 
So I think the overall business itself is still grow in a very healthy way. And also, I think recently we have seen like a meme coin, right? And also we have seen Ethereum upgrade. So there's lots of innovation and stories, narratives happen in this space. And also, of course, Huobi and Poloniex has been pioneer for listing meme tokens. So, so that's why I think that's how we can always keep the market excited about the things happening in our industry. Even today, U.S. regulation probably be a little bit backwards, but we have seen like Hong Kong, Dubai, all other like new places starting to take off. So that's why I believe for the next six, 12 months, crypto will still grow steadily. So I have full confidence on that. In terms of specifically, though, how platforms can make users more comfortable if they already buy into the thesis, some of the things you delineated there about where the market's heading, is there anything by way of additional transparency, proof of reserves that can make folks more comfortable using centralized exchanges in the wake of NFTX? Are there any initiatives underway? Yes. So definitely, I believe the collapse of FTX has built a very standard proof of reserve, I think, for most of the exchange today. Huobi, Ronyx, Binance, like OKX, like most of the main exchange today has like monthly proof of reserve report. And we also collaborate with Fireblocks, Beagle, other custodian provider basically to provide self-custodian for exchange trader as well. And also, of course, we have done lots of work to increase the transparency and the engagement with trader and market maker projects in the space. I will say the overall transparency about centralized exchange has improved a lot since the next six months. And also for today, I think most of the exchange still, I think, standing in the market today, all have a good financial status. So for example, Huobi Loniax has turned profitable recently. So it's also, I, I think, a very good sign for the healthy of exchanges. So even in the bearish market, we suffer some loss, but after six months, since we have done lots of job cut and way to cut expense and uh, improve the efficiency of the exchange, so we have been improved a lot since the last six months. And also we have seen like Coinbase, all different exchanges has taken those steps and substantially cut their cost. So that's all I think is a healthy sign of crypto industry. Interesting. So even despite a decline in volumes across the board, you have managed to reach a point of profitability for Huobi and Poloniex. Is that just as a result of cutting costs or are there new business lines, maybe like listing fees? You mentioned the sort of proliferation of meme coins. Are listing fees a strong source of revenue? So currently, I think the trading volume is still, I think, the main source of revenue. So first of all, I think exchange business compared to 2021, the volume did decline a lot. But compared to Q4 last year, I think Q1 and Q2, the volume of Proniax and the Hobby is growing, keep growing. So, so that's why I think the healthy volume contribute a lot 
for the revenue. And also, of course, I think the meme coin narrative has contributed a lot of the uh, revenue on Huobi Exchange. Right now, I think the top 10 tokens, at least four of them, the most tradable assets on Huobi, top 10, like four of them are meme coins. So that's why I think meme coin also improved the overall condition of markets. And also, of course, I think the expense, basically our solution on cutting expense also when effectively, because, you know, Q, always Q4, Q1, we pay lots of package for sovereigns. You know, this is all one-time expense. But after like Q2, the financial situation is much healthier. And also, of course, we are expand other stream of revenues, such as lending, staking. So those are also the new stream of revenues come from. Here's a message from our sponsor, CleanSpark. CleanSpark is a NASDAQ-listed company that mines Bitcoin. Basically, they build and operate data centers with tens of thousands of computers that help secure Bitcoin, making it more reliable and secure for anybody, anywhere to use. These computers require a lot of energy, but that's why CleanSpark predominantly uses low-carbon energy to power their machines. But that's not all. They care about the communities where their data centers are located. They create jobs, donate to schools and community centers, and revitalize aging electricity grids in rural parts of America. They aren't just a Bitcoin miner. They're one of the most efficient and sustainable Bitcoin miners in America. Visit www.cleanspark.com to learn more. Let's unpack the dynamics we're seeing shaping meme coin trading. I was talking with some members of my team this morning. Can you maybe peel back the curtain a bit and explain? It's interesting, right? Because they're not the same as other crypto assets. They're almost more akin to NFTs in a sense that people don't necessarily buy them because of a financial gain, but they think that they're funny. And in some sense, that gives them more sticking power. In terms of the listing process, when you're adding a meme coin, is there anything unique that you're looking at there? And then just generally, like, what do you think makes for a good meme coin? What would make you want to buy a meme coin even personally? Like, does it have to be funny? First of all, I think the standards for Wobi and Flonex to list meme coin, first of all, of course, is the traffic and the community. So basically, community and everyone wants to trade this meme coin, right? So this is very important. So we have lots of ways to monitoring the volume, traffic, social network engagement, fans, like what's community's feedback about this meme coin. So I think that's like the number one priority. So that's why we have a very robust team to monitor like all the metrics every day. So that's contribute a lot on the meme coin listing, Poloniex and Huobi. For me, I think if I like personally buy any meme coin, I think several things is very important. First of all, I think it's also one of the biggest reason people like to trade meme coin is because equal opportunity. So for example, right, so a very big project like Sway, like other like we see back, you know, a crypto project, most of the community members will feel when those projects are listed on exchange, they will be the last one to buy it, right? So they will become the exit liquidity. But for meme coin, like everyone has equal opportunity, right? Everyone can trade on Uniswap, you know, can trade on the exchange. The valuation is not crazy high, right? 
everybody can enjoy the opportunity. I think that's one of the first most important thing. And the second thing, of course, I think is decentralization. So for today, if you want to launch like a meme coin, you need to give up the LPs, right? To burn them, right? Everyone has the same opportunity to buy meme coin. That's very, very important. And also, of course, I think IP is very important too. So if you see like all the meme coin peep, you know, ladies, you know, all different kinds of the meme coin, they have a very good IP and a very big community back those meme coin. So that's very important too, because you, you want the meme coin you trade, you can get everybody on board, right? You can get everybody interested in the meme coin. And the last thing I think, of course, funding is also very important, right? So because meme coin, most of the people who trade meme coin is not care about gain or loss of the particular meme coin. So they care about like community engagement. They care about like if the culture itself is healthy, right? And they care about it, basically the everyone who is in the community. So that's also very important. So that's also some like standards. When I check meme coin, I will make my investment decision based on those characters. Stands to reason. One thing we've also been paying attention to, and it's funny, we spoke with Patrick Hillman at Binance and he said something to the effect a few weeks ago when we spoke to him that he'd be quite keen to see Binance's market share go down just because, you know, it puts a bit of a target on your back from a regulatory perspective. And we have seen it gone down. So I think at last check, it's somewhere around, if we're talking spot volume traded, you know, a high of 70% to now 55-ish percent. And it seems like that's benefited exchanges across the board. There's not one beneficiary of that sort of seeding of market share. So you've seen KuCoin pick up some, you've seen Huobi pick up some, you've seen basically everyone pick up a little bit of that decline. What do you sort of make of it? I mean, what's the, you know, expression liquidity begets liquidity? Is there, is there ever going to be a world in which Binance is not the dominant exchange? Yes. First of all, I think the crypto market is a very big market, right? So one exchange can't cover everything, right? So for example, like Binance today for meme coin, they only listed PIP, right? So rest of the meme coin, so because Binance these days has a very high standard of listing like crypto assets, you need to be like at least, I think, hundreds billion dollars or even one billion dollars to get listed on Binance in the first place. So that's why I think this leaves a very big room for other exchanges to grow because for example, like Poloniex today, basically is listing some of the project, even like a few million dollars when we first list them, right? So we also seen like Huobi, when we first list on PeepCoin, so its valuation is around like five to 10 million dollars actually, right? So after listed on Binance, it's get to $1 billion, even $2 billion, I think in some period of time. So in like five, two days, something is like $2 billion even. So that's why I think different exchange have different role to cover the different aspect of the market. So, so that's why I don't believe like there is going to be like one giant exchange dominate like every expat of crypto because crypto is just like AI. There's a numerous of things happen like every day, right? So it's very hard for like one team, one exchange to cover them all. 
So that's why I believe there is a big opportunity for every participants in the markets. As long as you can have advantage in a niche market, even for some certain of the customer, you have the best performance and you can basically serve those customers. How big of a risk is regulation in terms of some of these firms growing or the market becoming more robust and returning to the Hasleon days of 2021? Is it too late, I guess, to sort of reconcile with them or, or mollify their concerns? What do you expect? I think, first of all, the regulation in United States has been very harsh recently. I think that's why you see lots of the companies exit from the United States, right? For example, like Beatrix has closed down its exchange and also Coinbase has started to consider migrate some of the, their business outside of the United States. And also you, you see like Binance backward from Voyager acquisition. Even Poloniex has been exit from, I think, U.S. market since 2018. So I think we will start to see a trend more and more crypto company will exit from United States because unclear regulatory environments. But overall perspective, I think globally, I see crypto will gain momentum in terms of regulation. For example, like Hong Kong government start to offer crypto framework and the license, like all the crypto exchange trading in Hong Kong. And also we see in Dubai, there's lots of policies that have been taken to encourage crypto business to move there. So that's why I believe basically even we might lose some territory in United States, but we can get place in globally. So that's why I'm still optimistic about the overall framework globally. Have you engaged with Hong Kong regulators about their framework? Yes, definitely. Huobi is applying like Hong Kong license like very actively. So after June 1st, we will have 18 months grace period to run exchange in Hong Kong. And then in these 18 months, there is a possibility anytime we can get approval from Hong Kong government to operate license exchange in Hong Kong. And also, I think other participants has been very active in Hong Kong as well. And also, of course, like bank in Hong Kong, right? We see lots of crisis happen in United States, either, you know, SVB incident or crypto-friendly banks has been shut down by U.S. regulator. But I think in Hong Kong, a lot of exchange has opened their accounts for crypto exchange and start to be open-minded towards crypto business. So that's why I think more and more crypto business will start to move to Hong Kong. I'm uh, sorry you weren't able to snap up Credit Suisse and turn into a crypto uh -huh. bank. <laughs> we didn't talk much about Tron. So what are you most excited about looking at the next six months for Tron and the Tron ecosystem? I think, of course, it's stablecoin growth. We have seen USDT gain a huge traffic on trial. We grow around, I think, over like $10 billion in the last six months. And also we have seen TUSD also grow a lot. I, I think around like over $1 billion on trial as well in the last six months. And also we are working on USDC, USDD, USDJ and other stable coin on trial as well to provide 
a good liquidity for basically the stablecoin users. They can choose different choices of stablecoin on Tron Network. And also, we double our volume in the last six months. Right now, we are handling around 12 to $14 billion transaction volume every day. And also, of course, we are focusing on DeFi development. We are starting to develop SunSwap V3 on Tron as well. It's going to boost the liquidity on Tron network in a big way. And also, of course, NFT. And also recently, we have seen staking assets very popular on Tron as well. We introduced a new STRX staking assets on Tron to provide very stable yield for staking on Tron network. So I think that's like our plan. And for the next six, 12 months, we will continue to focus on Tron stablecoin business, DeFi business, NFT business. But also, we will hold Hackathon to encourage more and more developers to develop their projects on Tron. And we will provide full listing support, Hobby and Bonix as well. Makes sense. Well, Justin Sun, thanks so much for taking the time and joining us and walking us through a lot of markets. We're talking a lot about markets today. Justin? Where can we learn more about what you're excited about? And obviously, probably most know where to find you on Twitter, but <laughs> is there any page or landing page you want to point folks to? Yes, um, please visit Hobby and Ploniax. We are listing new projects like every day, basically, and enjoy crypto trading. Fantastic. Well, thanks again. Thank you. Scoop, we'll be back for you with another great guest. Have an awesome day.